It is the Lake Show. Steve Thompson in for Henry Lake. A lot going on. Timberwolves back at it tomorrow night. They're back to 500 after a good win over the New Orleans Pelicans. Granted, Zion didn't play. Uh, Timberwolves and Grizzlies at Target Center tomorrow night. And we'll have it here on the home of the Timberwolves. And Saturday night, Kings in town, same deal. You'll hear it here. Coverage Friday begins at 6, tip 6.30. Henry to follow on Friday night. Then on Saturday, I'll lead you up to the Timberwolves game with the pregame at 6.30. We'll have live Twins Fest coverage all day Saturday starting at 11 a.m. Chad Hartman kicks off our coverage. Henry Lake will be out there. J.D. Uh, will be there along with Vanita from the morning news. So a great lineup from Twins Fest. And I'll pick things up between 5 and 6.30 in the start of that a Timberwolves game here on News Talk, A3OWCCO. Oh, by the way, if you missed any part of the first hour, uh, you can catch it at the website, WCCORadio.com, wherever you get your podcasts. And, of course, a free Odyssey app. Matt Hodson joined us from uh, the Diamond Awards. A big weekend getting started for the Twins, including Twins Fest live Friday night at the Fillmore and then at Target Field, as we mentioned on Saturday, Twins Winter Caravan continues next week. We'll have a stop here live on the radio on Monday. Uh, also, uh, we talked some Vikings. Justin Jefferson, a finalist for NFL MVP. Meanwhile, head coach Kevin O'Connell uh, snubbed uh, from NFL Coach of the Year uh, five finalist list. and we, we talked about why. So that, that is available uh, once again. At WCCRadio.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, the NBA All-Star Game uh, is coming up. Starters were announced. We're going to get into that a little bit later on in the program. We're going to talk AFC-NFC championship games. But this this might be uh, a bigger story as we move forward if you watch your sports mostly on television. Sure, you like to get out to Target Center or Target Field or the Excel Energy Center or U.S. Bank Stadium over to Allianz. Uh, but many of us enjoy sports on television. Now, the Minnesota Vikings and the NFL, I, I think, are, are brilliant. They get the networks to pay billions of dollars, and for the most part, that programming is available. Um Minnesota Viking games are available on free over-the-air television in this market. I, I can't think of a time when it hasn't. Even if the game is on ESPN or some sort of other platform on a Thursday night, a local channel will pick it up. The NFL is very good of making sure in home markets those games are available over the air. And, 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 they've, if, and they've gotten rid of the blackout, too, which is nice. Yeah, they, they got rid of the old blackout rule. And, and we may remember, if you're old enough to remember those days when there was a threat of a blackout, a local business like, I think General Mills stepped up a number of times and bought out tickets. Like Pillsbury to the, and 3M and stuff like that. They buy out yeah. those tickets so that way fans in outstate in the technical market would be able to watch the team play if it wasn't right. technically Right, and, and they got a lot of good pub because people were able to watch it on TV. But the simple fact of the matter is the NFL's got it figured out in the fact that they reap billions from the television networks, 
But they also make the games free on over-the-air television. But MLB, NBA, and the NHL have typically relied on regional sports networks. Once upon a time, it was Midwest Sports Channel, MSC, and that eventually became Fox Sports North, and, and now is Bally Sports North. And they're all over the country. There's one in Wisconsin. There, there's regional sports networks everywhere. They're, they're not all Bally. Um, some are NBC Sports Networks. Um, anyway. Some are eight, like AT&T, like sports. Like I, when I was in Houston, it wasn't Bally's. It was like ATT Southwest. So, I mean, yeah, they right. everybody's but, got their own version of it. But regional sports networks generally carry and generally have the rights to NBA, NHL, and MLB. And here in the Twin Cities and the upper Midwest, it's it's Bally Sports North for the Timberwolves, the Wild, and the Twins. Well, their parent company is in trouble, and bankruptcy is looming. They are billions in debt, and what we know is that the the number of subscribers to cable television or or satellite direct TV, the 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 main carriers of these channels are seeing subscriptions slide. As a result, revenue is sliding. Uh, they've awarded billions in television rights contracts to these teams in the NBA, the NHL, and Major League Baseball around the country. So, so they have a lot of debt, they have a lot of liabilities, and they don't have the subscriber base anymore to support it. So w- without getting too deep into the weeds... The bottom line is, is they may need to file for bankruptcy, and that puts some things into play, that the teams might not get paid what they're owed, but these regional sports networks, uh, for instance, like Bally Sports North, may continue to operate and carry Wild and Timberwolves games and then Twins games in the fall, or a scenario is that those rights go back to the teams and then the Wild and Timberwolves, and then ultimately the Twins in 23, would be scrambling to get their games on television in some other way, shape, or form. So if you think things are chaotic now, we're going to see how it plays out. So as, as bankruptcy potentially looms for the parent company of Bally Sports North, things could get very interesting. Now, the one thing I have read about this is that in general, the clubs are looking at some of these contracts and saying, you know what, we might be better off going going on our own. That that we might be better off um, leasing the equipment, uh, bringing in a crew that they already control the announcers in some way, shape, or form. For instance, on the television side, Dick Bramer probably wouldn't be going anywhere. That that if a deal fell through ultimately with with Bally Sports North that they would probably retain Dick Bramer and some of the other analysts we've become familiar with and, you know, get a truck, get the cameras, and maybe set up their own app. They do, like, it, they do, they do it in-house. They, they would take it in-house, but the question yeah. becomes distributing it, and, and how do you get that money? And do, do you make it more readily available to cable systems? Do you make it more readily available to some of the streaming services, well, I, I, I that's think, where yeah. it gets complicated. Because right now, the, the the regional sports networks are in a bind. Because, for instance, Bally Sports North not available 
one of the big streaming services, YouTube TV. I happen to yeah. be a subscriber to that. It's not available anymore. And the teams are getting frustrated because their their fans can't watch the games. Well, and, it, and that's, it's really yeah. turning into a mess. And it has been for some time because, yeah. I mean, they're not available on Dish. And you mentioned it's not available on YouTube TV. It's not available on Sling. Like, that's one of the reasons why when we moved back up here, I had had DirecTV for two reasons. Number one, for the regional sports networks. And number two, for Sunday Ticket. Well, now that Sunday Ticket is going to go to YouTube TV, and without this, I mean, Sinclair, they launched that $20 a month subscription service to get it without cable TV. So they're trying to circumvent and trying to, you know, get these games out there in lieu of having this, you know, almost terrestrial broadcast signal. But if I'm these teams... I absolutely would like to be able to say, hey, you know, maybe I can go to uh, a Hulu. Maybe I can go to, you know, I, I'm just going to throw it out there, to a Paramount or to a Peacock or to an Apple. And, and I know, you know, that might be pie in the sky, but there are streaming services that you can pitch it to instead of somebody like Sinclair Broadcasting, who for years they've been selling off assets. Like, th- this is not just a new thing for Sinclair. Over the last five, six, seven years, I mean, they have been liquidating a lot of their assets. So this really should not come as any surprise. And for these teams, absolutely, here's an opportunity to take this, create it in-house, and be able to have control over the content and also, you know, pitch it wherever you want and have control of that ad revenue. So... To, to but, me, this this could be a good thing for teams in the long run. Yeah, and, and for instance, like the local teams, we could use the Timberwolves, the Twins, or the Wild mm-hmm. as an example. Um, I think there's enough expertise um, in these markets and in this market to be able to produce uh, a, a television product. You wouldn't necessarily need Bally to produce – your, your regular season games, because eventually the networks take over uh, postseason content, etc. But my, my point being is, is that for the teams, the problem has really become one revenue that, that maybe they, they're feeling the revenue isn't where it should be. And then number two, making the games available to the fans. Di- distribution. And, yeah, you're, you're, yeah. They've, getting they, it yeah. out, that's... That's the issue. That, that's what we've the, heard mostly. Like fans are upset, yeah, because they can't see it. You, you've got to yeah. have one or two. You've got to have a certain cable package, or you have to have a you know direct TV in order to have access to it. Yeah, so so you could make people go out and get an app and so on and so forth, and fi- people can figure out. Like I do have the Ballet Sports app. I, I pay the twenty bucks right now because it's part of the deal for for me to watch games, watch the Wild and the Timberwolves at the moment, and I, I choose to do it through the app. So so I'm sending them that money right now, and I figured out you know from my phone I can throw it to my smart TV. Are my mom and dad going to be able to do that? Probably not, and that's the issue. And I think for these clubs. Going forward, however this sorts out with these regional sports networks and Sinclair and Bally Sports North and how how it all goes down, if, if ultimately it goes to bankruptcy and, and ultimately they are able to sort it out with the clubs, 
here's here's the thing I, I would ask all these teams, whether it's the Timberwolves or Wild or Twins, rethink it and not make it 100% about the revenue, but have a media partner, and I would think a lot of the local TV stations here in the cities or up in Fargo-Moorhead or in Sioux Falls or in Duluth-Superior create a way where people can get their games. If, if it's on an app, it's on their computer, wh- whatever you do on that side to get a subscriber base. I, I know you need to generate that revenue. But but get together with a, a local partner and, and have a game of the week on free over-the-air TV or, or have selected road games available or selected home mm-hmm. games. Like, like the old days when once upon a time you, you could get games on on free, good old, over-the-air television, just like the Minnesota Vikings. You don't need a cable package to watch a Vikings. You just need an antenna and plug it into your TV, and if you live somewhere near Shoreview, um, the, 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 the big TV towers in Shoreview, you can watch a Viking game. And, and I think if they went back to that model where, yes, we, we want to do a package where you can get all the games but but also throw the fans a bone and make some available on free over the air. Uh, right now, the Loons have some games on 23, which I believe Channel 23 is owned by Sinclair, and that's why it's worked out. And, and when they've had conflicts, they've moved games over there. But my point being is I, I think the clubs should think about some sort of free over-the-air model to, to make some of these televised games available, whether it's the Timberwolves, the Wild, or, or or the twins. I, I think any sort of a good faith gesture at this point by any of these franchises, I think that would go a long way with you know kind of reconnecting with that fan base. The the ones that don't get a chance to watch it in you know mostly outstate Minnesota that for yeah, various the, the, reasons can't get to the events. Like a, like a Sunday matinee or, you know, the Saturday game is free. And then use that to promote whatever your new platform or app is or whatever delivery device. Yeah. And, and the world is, is constantly changing. I, I wouldn't be surprised, you know, that, um, that, that, that maybe these local teams partner and, and create a new version of MSC once upon a time. I mean, I I would assume there's a lot of things yeah, on the I, table. Yeah, I was going to say exactly. There's there's probably a lot of things. I mean, th- this is not news. I would assume this is not news to a lot of those. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, obviously, oh. it wouldn't not be news to them because I mean, it's it's news to us out here. So you know that that these are these are businesses that are run by very smart individuals that have probably already started to you know, workshop and troubleshoot and, and really try and figure out how they can figure this out. But at the end of the day, while it looks bad on the surface, I think in the long run, I think fans are going to end up being, I think they're going to end up being the benefactor of, of hopefully something that's going to be more positive for the casual fan, again, that can't right now, that, that can't get to these events and they can't watch it on TV. Yeah, but it, right now it, it, it could get... Uh, very messy as this proceeds. And, and let's face it, we, we hope people uh, enjoy Twins and Timberwolves games on the radio. And uh, great way, listen to a lot of games on the radio. Uh, all sports enjoy the radio product. 
but but also television is a big, big part of it for the clubs. And I think reconnecting with the fans. I, I think there has to be great frustration uh, among these teams that, that the way things have gone, it, it's just become more and more difficult for their fans to follow the game. You, you brought up the Wild example tonight. Good luck trying to find the Wild game. It's not on Bally Sports North. It's on ESPN+. Plus. Try and navigate that sometime. And I'm pretty astute. You know, good luck. Yeah, I've, um, I've, I've it, tried. It I've ain't given easy. Up. No, I, and I've tried. I've, I've given up on it. And so, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm monitoring on my phone and I'm watching certain accounts. So, I mean, I, I'm keeping up to date with what's going on. But, yeah, but as for actually, like, watching the game right now, you know, no, I, I'm, and that's what I enjoy about, you know, being able to come in and, you know, do my thing here that I get a chance to listen to Alan Horton, who I consider one of the best. I mean, he's a one-man it's a one-man wrecking crew. He, he really is. He's absolutely fantastic at what he does, and he makes it look so easy. But be able to, to watch and be able to listen, and you know, I, I don't take that for granted as, as part of my job. Yeah, we make it easy, all 82-plus playoffs yes. yep. for the Timberwolves, and then all 162-plus spring training, Hopefully playoffs for the Twins this fall. Uh, easy right here at uh, News Talk 830-WCCO. But that TV thing could get messy. Uh, read a couple of articles on it. There's a lot going on there, and I invite you to, to dig deep. But uh, <laughs> there are a lot of moving parts. The one thing we do know, the lawyers are going to come out really good in all of it. Uh, we're we're going to take a break. We've got uh, – this is a recording. The lawyers are going to come out good. Uh, We've got a whole lot more uh, here on News Talk. We'll 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 sneak in some scores. Uh, we we may spill the beans on the NBA All Star starters. Those were announced earlier tonight. Uh, we don't know if Ant's going to get a chance in that game. Uh, James Frederick joins us after eight talk Timberwolves here on News Talk E three O W C C O scores. Let's get into it. Chris Tubbs, our producer. What do you got? All right, let's get into a, a scoreboard here, Stevie T. Let's go ahead and kick it off with the ice across the way at the X. Halfway through the first period there, the Philadelphia Flyers up one nothing on the Minnesota Wild. Uh, Cates with his seventh goal of the year for the Flyers, and the Flyers right now leading the Wild one nothing. The Wild desperately in need of a win. They've lost three in a row, and you mentioned at the beginning of the show, coming off that tough road trip, that it could have been better, but you got, you got to start to make some hay, right? We talk about the Wolves. You got to get it right. Right now, the Wild have to get it right because the Wild in a little bit of a slide right now as they are right now on the outside of the playoff picture looking in. Yeah, and that that's how crazy it is. And it, it's really true in the NBA's Western Conference. You know, you, you go on a three-game skid, four-game skid, and you drop like a rock in the standings. Flip side, you get on a little roll, win three and four, three or four in a row in the NHL, you know, get get, get points in five, six games in a row. You, you jump right back into the thick of things. So, you know, it, it's, it's in my opinion, in the NHL, it's those streaks, those, those games where you don't get any points. Those are killers. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get to the rest of the NHL here. The Red Wings and Canadians tied at two. Halfway through the second period in Montreal, 
Uh, the Lightning's up on the Bruins, one and nothing. Eight minutes left to go in the second period there. The Penguins and the Capitals tied at one in the second. Uh, Devils shutting out the Predators, one and nothing, halfway through the first period there. The Sabres and the Jets are scoreless in the peg. The Blues and the Coyotes later on. Blackhawks and the Flames and the Ducks and the White Hot Avalanche going for their seventh consecutive win. Uh, that game a little bit later on tonight. All right, one thing about the NHL, i got to jump in. No, 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 go for it. Boston Bruins, mm-hmm. their record right now, 38-5-4. They have 80 points, and it's still January, 38-5-4. and four. That's insane. It was poor Boston. I mean, it's kind of yeah, nice. Yeah, it, it is. It's nice to see something good finally happen for people in Boston, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Isn't it? I mean, you, you just you feel so bad since, well, I mean, let's be honest, pretty much since never. Speaking yeah. of Boston, they're getting towards the later stages of the first half right now. The Knickerbockers up by three in the Boston Celtics. Jason Tatum, 14 points in that one. The Seas were up early in that game, but the Knicks have crawled back to take the lead. 54 to 51. Two minutes left to go in the first half in uh, Brooklyn. The Nets over the Pistons, 50 to 49. Kyrie with 18 in that game for the Nets. Yeah, and uh, speaking of the Celtics, Jason Tatum, uh, an NBA All Star starter. Those who announced earlier, Giannis, KD, Kyrie, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum in the East. Real quick, I- I'm gonna we'll we'll talk more about it. LeBron, Steph, Luca, Nikola, and Zion. I, I like in the West you can just go first names. Yeah, no well, I, I mean two of them had ah right. I yeah. mean Luca, Nikola, yeah. Ziana. Yeah, dirty Ziana. So anyway, we squeezed in the starters, but yeah, Celtics are super. Yeah, they're they're doing okay right now. The Bulls up on the Hornets, fifty-two forty-seven in Buzz City. Former Timberwolf great Zach Levine with 11 points in that game for Chicago. Cavaliers up on the Rockets in H-Town. Darius Garland, 7 points for the Cavs. Later on tonight, you mentioned uh, Luka will take on the Phoenix Suns, Sons Devin Booker. And the Los Angeles Clippers will host the pesky San Antonio Spurs that game at 9.30. Uh, we do have a little bit of top 25 basketball to get to here, Steve. 21st-ranked FAU up on Middle Tennessee, 53-46 in the second half. A Big Ten game tonight in Michigan. Uh, I believe not the big house, but to Ann Arbor nonetheless. Top-ranked Purdue and the Boilermakers. I think they held the Gophers to like five points in that game. Didn't they? Uh, <laughs> Purdue and Michigan tonight. Purdue's legit. Uh, Sixth-ranked Arizona at Washington State. And eighth-ranked UCLA there at USC in a crosstown rivalry game between the two Los Angeles Pac-12 schools. You know, it's funny. The Big Ten men's hoops, it's a really good year, or it's just unwatchable beyond Purdue. And we're we're in a bad year for Big Ten men hoops. Why did we have a we had a bad year in Big Ten Western Conference football, Western Division, yeah. and now we've got bad. I mean, like what what is in the water right now in like Big Ten men's sports? Yeah, I I have. You know what's on the upswing? Big Ten men's hockey. Um, they 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 have what five of the top fifteen in the pairwise or something crazy like that. I'm glad that you mentioned uh, that. Yeah. So. And I can't remember the number. That that mean it may not be five of the fifteen, but it, it's it's pretty darn good. And Minnesota and Michigan 
have to be among the top favorites uh, to win it all, and they they hail from the Big Ten. I still, yeah, big, I still, I still big, can't, I still can't get into the Big Ten conference for for hockey. I'm still like a WCHA guy. I, yeah. I, I can't do it, man. I, I hear Big Ten, and I'm like, well, that's nice, but you know, I don't know. I want to go back in time, 15 years to the WCHA. Yeah, I, and I still think there's some people in in that boat. A lot of people in that boat, but the the crowds have started to come back to to 3M Arena at Mariucci, and I think Bob Motzko's got a good thing going on. They ain't going back to the old days. Um, you know, it. It's not happening. They're, they're, they're not. They're not putting the genie back in the bottle. <laughs> oh, that, that's for sure. Oh. Um, we got to run to a break. We've got an update on the weather. It's going to be a tough Friday morning commute. I'll tell you that. And it's going to get cold. We'll get into all of that bad news in a moment here on News Talk E three O W C C O. When it comes to NFL playoffs, you had Super Wild Card Weekend. Please drop the super. A um, lot of games, some blowouts. Um, I, I'm not sure about 14 teams getting into the playoffs, but it was done for TV. It's a money thing. Then you get to the divisional playoff weekend, and you got four games two each day. Um, Chris and I were on the same page. Not all that thrilled about the Eagles-Giants till turned out to be a real yawner. Uh, he was doing something else anyway. I ended up sitting through it. I, I was out at the Ice Palace in Delano with the family. And How was it? It was great, man. That, like, cool. That was so much more enjoyable than <laughs> watching the stink bomb. That was, by the way, thirty-eight to seven. Could it be any score other than that? Like, I'm I'm traumatized by that score in Philadelphia. Well. You you were you were in Delano having a grand old time. I was. Um, my wife was playing video games in another room. Your uh, wife was playing. video My games? youngest daughter, okay. who still lives with us, was in another room playing video games. So I was left to watch that football game. <laughs> you drew the short uh, straw. You're like, well, I suppose oh, I better man. I better watch the Eagles and the Giants. Man, I, I believe that is what we call a thoughts and prayers, Steve. You got to see. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It, it 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 was it was certainly a bad deal, but other than that, I I was pretty enter- entertained by the other three games over the weekend. That that's for sure. Um, and and now we get to the championship games on Sunday. NFC first, AFC after that. Why don't we go in order? Let's talk NFC. San Francisco makes a trip across the country with an unproven young quarterback an outstanding defense, and take on the Philadelphia Eagles and Jalen Hurts at Lincoln Financial Field, one of the most hostile environments in the NFL. I I mean, I don't envy Brock Purdy, or as Paul Heyman would say, Brock Purdy having to go into Philadelphia. I, I really thought that last weekend... Like Brock Purdy really has not had any pressure on him because San Francisco's offensive line, especially Trent Williams, has done a really good job. Kyle Shanahan has put him in the right spots. But I just, I have this weird feeling, and I talked with, with Lake last night, like I was leaning 49ers, and I've got to die on that hill because I've gone on the air to say it. But the I, I'm a little more concerned when I hear about the health of Elijah Mitchell, uh, you know, who's battling a groin. Christian McCaffrey's got that calf injury Debo Samuel wait 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 McCaffrey's always hurt so does that surprise you that he's nicked up going into this thing well I I mean I I think you have to have a healthy Christian McCaffrey 
if you're going to try and get into one of those shootouts with the Philadelphia Eagles. Like, you've got to, he's got to be available for Brock Purdy for those dump downs because there's no better running back in the NFL that catches passes than Christian McCaffrey. I mean, would you agree that Christian McCaffrey is the best receiving running back in the NFL? Oh, yeah. He, he is outstanding. It was a great move, but he's always banged up. I, he, he's always banged up, super injury prone. Um, I, I totally agree. He, he's a huge factor in taking some heat off Purdy. Yeah, and I, I do like the skill play. I love what they do with Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle. I, I love George Kittle. I love his personality. I, just, I love watching him play. That, that catch that he made in that game last weekend, I mean, that was just that was ridiculous, just how good he is. Uh, I, I just I look at the pressure that Philadelphia is going to be able to bring, and in that side of that part of an environment where, I mean, Brock Purdy hasn't been rattled, and this is where he's got to go into the he's got to go into the lion's den, so to speak, right? And yeah. I just, I feel like this is one of those games where he doesn't even reach a hundred yards, and to me, I think Jalen Hurts like. Jay, this is Jalen Hurts' coming out party in the playoffs because he didn't have to do anything last week. Like my gut says that he's rushing for over a hundred yards this week against that San Francisco defense, and I like yeah. San Francisco's defense, but I just feel like Jalen Hurts, even with that compromised shoulder, he's on a different level right now. Yeah, and he he is, gets my vote over Mahomes and Burrow for MVP if I had a vote uh, because he will what he means to this team. For me, it all comes down to Hurts against the 49ers defense. Um, and if he has a big game, the Eagles are going to win big. Um, and that's why I'm surprised. It opened at two and a half. I think that, isn't and, that where it's at now is two yeah, and a half? It, it, Philly it minus two and a half. right yeah. at two and a half, mm-hmm. which is very unusual. So that, that says the money's even. Uh, on both sides of this, but if if Hertz has a monster game, 49ers can't hang with. Well, that. no, I, they, I mean they, but, they, they yeah. don't they don't have an option uh, around that. So I I really like Philly in this one at home. But but the odds makers set it at two and a half, and typically a home team in an evenly matched game is going to get a field goal. Yep. So so it's slightly closer. It's I that, mean so. to me, I think you know this is where they're looking really. It's a pick in between those two. I, I think the skill yeah, players, sure. I, I think the skill players, I think that's all a wash across the board. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, you know, and the running backs. I think the running backs for San Francisco a little bit better than, you know, Miles Sanders and, you know, Kenneth Gainwell and, you know, uh, you know Boston Scott and all of that. But the difference to me is, is Jalen Hurts. And yeah, if, totally agree. if he gets loose, I mean, this, yeah, San Francisco's got their hands full. Because Nick Bosa is going to be chasing all day. Yeah, and, you know, the, a lot of people have, have brought up Purdy and at, at some point. You know, what, what if he is the guy that has it where he, he is that dominant? And, and we all know the story. I, I'm not comparing him to Tom Brady in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. But, but no guy, who, who gave Brady any chance whatsoever coming out of Michigan? Well, he was and, a six-round pick. Yeah, and, so and if, 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 not, yeah, if, you if, never know. If Brock Purdy takes this team to the Super Bowl, <laughs> I I don't know how next year 
if you're San Francisco, you don't give the reins back over to Brock Purdy. I mean, I, I know you invested a lot in Trey Lance. I get that. I just don't know how, I mean, what more could you want from a guy in his rookie year who started third string than to take a team to the Super Bowl? I mean, he's already taken them much further. I mean, he stabilized that position really after Jimmy Garoppolo went down. Well, well no, look, let's go a step beyond. What, what about not just getting to the Super Bowl? What if this kid goes into Philly and and helps them win? He doesn't have to do it alone, but helps them win the football game and go to the Super Bowl, and then they, they go to the big game and they get it done. I mean, th- that just means that the asking price for Trey Lance is going to go a little bit lower. Then the Vikings yeah. can pay that. You can bring bring Trey Lance home. Yeah, and I, I think the people that are saying, well, you know, this is just fool's gold and so on, I, I, I don't know. We've got it, a big enough sample size, right? Yeah. I, I mean, you, you can't say it's a fluke when he's won all these games. And, and I mean, Christian McCaffrey's been a great asset, but you, at what point do you give Brock Purdy credit for maybe being a good quarterback? And if there's a team that can scout – and develop and draft it's San Francisco. I mean, look at their roster. Their roster's homegrown. That's Philadelphia and, and San Francisco have done it right, Steve. They haven't gone the free agency route. They've scouted and they've drafted well. It'd be impressive if he goes in there and helps them beat the Eagles in Philly. All right, I know you want to take a break. We'll come back, talk AFC Bengals Chiefs from Kansas City. Coming up in a moment. The Lake Show, Steve in for Henry, Chris Tubbs, our producer on the program, having a lot of fun. Timberwolves tomorrow night on the radio. Our coverage begins a little bit earlier than normal. Pre-game show, 6, tip just after 6.30. Timberwolves, Grizzlies tomorrow night. Uh, the Grizz uh, having a good year, 31-17. and 17. Timberwolves, 25-25. Then Saturday, Timberwolves, Kings, 6.30 pre-game tip after 7. Cal, Soderquist. With the pregame stuff, Alan Horton with all the play-by-play. Timberwolves, a good win over the Pelicans. All right, AFC Championship game. Cincinnati, Kansas City at uh, Arrowhead. Joe Burrow can't do it again, can he? Can he, Chris Tubbs? Yeah, I mean, after this weekend, it's going to be known as Burrowhead, not Arrowhead. (laughs) Right. I mean. I like it. if, If there's, what is the kryptonite for Kansas City? It's so cool. Like, who went in there last year and knocked off Kansas City to go to the Super Bowl? It was Joe Cool. I mean, Joe Burrow owns that stadium right now, man. And you got to compromise Patrick Mahomes. I don't think Mahomes throws one touchdown this weekend. They said he was a full participant the last two days in practice. And, you know, full... High ankle. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is an injury that players have to sit out multiple weeks. Patrick Mahomes is a hell of a player. And he may be as close to Superman as they've got in the NFL. But, I mean, that's his plant leg, too, Steve. That's part of the problem is it's the right foot. And when you're a right-handed quarterback, what's your plant foot? It's your right foot. So oh, and, and it was and, a brutal injury. I, I'm surprised he came back into the game. And the fact that he has a chance yeah. to play is unbelievable. Because it, it, it looked like it was a break. 
Like he like he broke his leg. Well, I mean, Tony Pollard in that San Francisco game yep. suffered the same sort of injury, and and he had the ankle sprain and a, a fractured fibula, and yeah, we really thought that Patrick Mahomes was going to suffer yeah. that. I just don't know how much of a factor he's going to be. I mean, he's not going to be able to scramble, and if he does, he's not going to be nearly as effective. And you saw Cincinnati get after Joe or uh, get after Josh Allen. Last week, and I don't know, maybe the snow was part of that. And, you know, Buffalo's offensive line, you know, made the Vikings look like the 90s Cowboys. But I just feel like this is ripe for Cincinnati to go in there and kind of lay it on Kansas City a little bit. Yeah, their old line is nicked up, but they played so well. They played a great game against Buffalo. I don't know. I don't know if a team on the road in weather against a talented quarterback and a talented team like Buffalo could have played any better. Cincinnati was great, and they've been great over the last month and a half of the season. In spite of the injuries to the O-line, and Joe Burrow is terrific. They believe in him. They can run the football a little bit. Defensively, they get after it. And then, of course, you mentioned Kansas City's nicked up. And what's surprised about that, Kansas City, number one, the seed in the AFC, home field advantage, going in, a one-and-a-half-point favorite. It's down to one. A lot of money uh, flowing to Cincinnati, and rightfully so. I I don't know, Chris. I, I'm with you. I, I, you just can't bet against Joe Burrow and Cincinnati. No, and there are going to be two wide receivers that are going to go over 100 yards this week. One of them is going to be Jamar Chase, for sure, because in you know earlier this year, you know he had seven catches for 97 yards. I don't know if it's going to be Tyler Boyd or if it's going to be Tyler Higgins. But yeah. either way, two Bengals wide receivers are going for 100 against Kansas City. All right, we got to run. All the news, all the weather at AJ's Frederick Talks. Timberwolves from the Pioneer Press after the news.